All right, welcome back to Sports Dribble. I'm here with BJ and Davo tonight. How are we, fellas? Good, good mate. mate. Good, mate. Mate, I'm going to go straight to you, Randall. I know you had a work function today, mate, so how are you feeling? I am amazing. Fresh as I have had a nap this afternoon. It's all good. I'm going so good that Hawkesbury have sorted me out with the old zero percenter. You beauty. I'm still having a beer, but it's not a beer. Uh, no, they're good for that. I need to How are you going, Nova? I'm good, mate. Another fun, fun field Tuesday night. Ready to get into it. Mate, how the cricket go on the weekend? I know the, the wife put up a fair score. Well, mate, I got outdone by the whole family. So, uh, yeah, the missus, uh, she was in a rush on Saturday. She scored 75 runs off 27 balls. With 14 boundaries and uh, two sixes thrown in the mix, and I think six or seven singles. So, running singles is overrated. So, uh, yeah, she she went off, and then the daughter in the morning hit 53. Uh, Herself, she smacked a six to bring up her 50 in the morning. And then the other daughter was uh, two for two of her two overs bowling. So, I had no chance. Um, we ended up winning. We rolled uh, Southern Spirit for 106. And when you come in at number four with 20 runs to go, there's not much chance of uh, out, outscoring anyone, but we'll take the win. Absolutely. Win's win's win. Win, mate. Yeah. Uh, you beauty. But, um, I wish I had been there to watch watch the missus bat. So, yes, it's a, it's a great dig. They only get 30 balls anyway. All right. Um, and, yeah, she was given out LB on a dubious decision by the umpire. I think he just had enough of her uh, whacking the ball everywhere. So, uh, Fair enough. But still a great effort. Oh, massive score. Massive oh. score. Yeah. Yes. All right, fellas. Uh, we had a good week last week on the show. Um, Hawkesbury, Hawkesbury Co. sponsored our tidbits. Um they're a sponsor for us again this week on the show, so we must have did something all right by them. You know, two weeks in a row, Randall's on the zero percenters. That's how good it's going. But we're going to kick us off with the uh, tidbits, fellas. Uh, we're going to kick us off with uh, Randall. So tidbits this week sponsored by Hawkesbury Brewing. Cheers, guys. Zero percenters. Love it. What do you got, Randall? All right, mate. So... This, this week, starting off with uh, a little NFL. We've got the uh, Super Bowl coming up. This little gem, absolute gem. So stats this year for the Chiefs, 16-3 and three overall record, 546 points scored, six all-pros, including a Kelsey brother and their quarterback and the AFC's number one seed. The Philadelphia Eagles, they've rolled out with a lazy little... 16 from three, 546 points, six all pros, including a Kelsey brother and their quarterback and the NFC's number one seed. They have gone toe-to-toe for the whole season. Unreal for a matchup this weekend in the Super Bowl. And uh, what does uh, sports bet tell us? Do you know the odds? Does anyone know the odds? I think uh, Eagles were a bit shorter than uh, the Chiefs earlier, but, yeah. Don't know, mate. I, I gamble responsibly. Not at all. Fair enough. Me too. All right. I've got one for you. Uh, oh, sorry. Davo, you're up, aren't you? Yeah. So good old Pete Rose, the hit hit machine. Um, not only was he a hit machine, but he was so versatile that he's the only player in Major League history to play more than 500 games at five different positions. So as you see there, first base, 939, second base, 628, third base, 634, left field, 671, and right field, 595. So if that's not Mr. Versatile, I don't know what is. Like, yeah, you get these guys that might play a game or two here, but um, it just shows how good a bat he had and to get him in the lineup wherever was needed. Yeah, love the bat he, and he was this weekend. He was the man who put the first legal bet on 
in um, Ohio. And of course, what did he do? He backed the Reds to win the World Series. That was his bet because Ohio's just legalized gambling and they got Pete Rose to place the first bet, uh, which I think is a classic. And he's backed the Reds to win the World Series. Absolute classic. What a gem. Shit bet, but I tell you what, (laughs) good on him. Mate, I got one for you that uh, it's the same bloke. He could come back and uh, go 750 for 750, and Tony Gwynn would still have a higher career batting average. Why is it that every week we've got a Tony Gwynn quote coming up? Because he was that good. That good. Yeah. Yeah. And you will not see someone like it ever again, I don't think. No. The emphasis on home runs these days, and um, he just had that good an eye, that good a swing that put everything into play. And yeah. was a freak. He lost was a freak. Art, it's a lost art. Yeah. It is. Right, Randall, what, what else you got? Mate, I think we sort of touched on this a little bit before, uh, last week. We talked about Ricky Henderson and Dave O brought up. There was a, uh, a crazy stat going around. And this is it. If a rookie today could steal 50 bases in every single season for the next 28 years, they would still be six steals short of Ricky Henderson's record. That is... Damn outrageous. We'll That's talk a bit more. Start. We'll talk a bit more about this later when we're talking about the uh shorter base pass. I think, I think we talked about it, Davo, during the week, and I, I think you, you said no one is stealing 50 bases in a season, let alone consecutive seasons. Yeah. yeah. I think we Three. only had one person last year steal more than 40, didn't we? I don't even think that. Yeah. Not like, sure. It's yeah, it's yeah. Again, we'll talk. We'll touch on this later. But yeah, another lost art, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Dave, Nolan, Nolan, another Nolan. You could you could do a whole thing on Ricky Henderson, Nolan Ryan, Tony Gwynn. But uh, we all know about Nolan having his seven no hitters. But I'm not sure how many people knew that five times. He took a no-hitter into the ninth inning. So he could have nearly ended up with 12 no-hitters. But, yeah, he lost a no-hitter five times in the ninth inning to go along with his seven no-hitters. So unbelievable. And never won a Cy Young Award. Yeah, I wonder if that was because he was outspoken or who knows. No, yeah. just he, uh, he just might not have been the best pitcher that year. He was bloody yeah. good for a long period of time, but you know, in some of those years, there were some guys that were better. How many, think, how many? How many seasons did he end up playing? It was like twenty. Was it twenty-one or twenty-five? It was something ridiculous. It was a lot. Yeah, yeah. and I think uh, there was another stat where he struck out either seven or eight batters, uh, father-son combos, where he struck out. Uh, the senior, and then the son came along and played major leagues. He was still going and struck out the son as well. So it shows, as you say, 20, 25 years, that's uh, it's a hell of an effort. It is. He's an absolute freak. I uh, I love watching him. I still collect his cards. I still, if they're, if they're one pop-up that I like that I haven't seen, even if it's a base card, I usually uh, collect the buy. Get it off the feed, What a gem he was. What about uh, Tom Brady, fellas? Tom Brady last year faking the retirement to get divorced only to officially retire this year to play golf the rest of his life, and this is why he's the GOAT. Yeah. Fair call. I think we saw – but we all saw the, uh, the sort of offer that he had had to, to go into sports commentary. I think, yeah. I think with Fox, Fox Sports or whatever it was, that it was actually going to be worth more than what he earned in his 20-year career or whatever. Yeah, or 10, $375 mil or something it was, something yeah. for 10 years. 335 I think he'd made in his in his playing career. And it was going to be, yeah, yeah 355 or 375 for um to be a commentator. Um, yeah, unbelievable. Why would you go and punish the body when you can just go and – Skim the cream, throw your opinion out there, and doesn't matter if it's wrong or right or you know what whatever. 
Yeah. Everyone's just going to listen anyway. What a gem. Anyway, last one we got, fellas. Uh, I think it's the last one. No, it's not. Randall, you got one. Yeah, similar to the first one we had. We talked about, you know, both teams had a Kelsey brother um, in, the, in their team. Travis and Jason Kelsey will be the first brothers to face off against each other in a Super Bowl. Oh, that's pretty good. I know that they're, they're, uh, they're asking for uh, Mama Kelsey to get out there and toss the coin before the game. I don't know if, if it's actually going to happen or not, but that would be pretty awesome to see, you know. It would be cool split, to see, especially with a split jersey. Split jersey, that would be unreal. Like yeah. We saw it a bit in the baseball this year in the playoffs with uh, I think it was the Nola brothers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, this is going to be awesome to see. The whole the whole day is going to be great. I know we're going to be watching, so, yeah. Don't forget Hawksbury Brewing's got it uh, on the big screen as well. They do. They've got, they've got it on the big screen, 10.30 start until late, get down there. If you don't if you don't uh, want to drink and drive, that's a good thing. They have got the uh, zero percenter beer range, the prohibition range. It tastes yeah, really. It is good, mate. I, I enjoy their lager, but uh, I've got the, got the hazy tonight. I drink anything. We know you do. Last one, fellas. Early today, Jeremiah Jager scored his 1,099th professional league goal, overtaking Wayne Gretzky's record of 1,098. Now, this dude is 51 years old and still playing professional ice hockey. What a legend. That's He's a obviously record. been around for many years playing in, in different leagues, but uh, what an achievement to, uh, I guess, to break that record. Yeah, that's huge, isn't it? It is. It is. All right, fellas, that's our tidbits. Thanks again to Hawkesbury Brewing. Um, if you're not local to Central to Central Coast or Newcastle, or even Sydney, um, they're located in Lizaro. If you uh, don't have their beer at at your uh, local, ask them to get it. Um, Kat said at Hawkesbury that they're willing to put it in any bottle or uh, any any pub or club. So they're a great sponsor of the local community down there. So get down there while you can. It's a great great they, establishment. They do. They do sponsor a lot of a lot of different sport on the Central Coast. I know uh, for a fact they're uh, one of the major sponsors of Gosford Pirates Baseball Club. They are also a sponsor of uh, Central Coast Cricket Association and a few of the clubs down there. So they're, they're really getting behind uh, sporting clubs. So go go check them out. That's awesome. They are really good. All right, fellas, we're going to kick on with some baseball news. Uh, the ABL Championship Series during the week or during the weekend. Um, I know you guys watch a fair bit of cricket, but I watched the majority of the baseball. I was on night shift at work, so I got a little bit of um, baseball in. What a series. Uh, game one down there in, in Perth, it was 32, 33 degrees uh, for the first game. Did you guys um, catch any of that or just more the scores? Just the scores and the updates from you while you weren't working. Yeah, game, on, game, one, game one, I just got the scores and game two and I watched bits and pieces and then game three, I watched the whole thing. Yeah. I, I tell you, in the, in the first game, uh, Adelaide – um, sorry, Perth Heat nine. What am I talking about here? Perth Heat nine five. Um, they had the same amount of hits, so they had 12 hits each in the game. First four or five innings, Adelaide just left runners on the whole time. It was brutal to watch. Um, I think they hit better than Perth, but Perth just come away with it. Um, game two and three in Adelaide. Um, where it was a little bit more cold, uh, but the ball seemed to travel pretty well. So I know you guys were talking about travel of the ball with um, the warmer weather and stuff like that. But being cold, I think there was like six or seven home runs hit uh, in Adelaide as well. So it was pretty good to see. Yeah, Juiced up balls, juiced up balls. For sure. Yeah. Adelaide Giants uh, hit four in one innings in game two. 
Um, and Jared McArdle hit two in the one game. And the same as uh, for um, the Perth Heat, I think it was Bowie, the first baseman, hit two in the same game. So plenty of long ball. Um, I really enjoyed watching game two and game three. Game two, they had a record crowd. Um, I think it was 2,500 people there uh, at West Beach, and it was pumping. And then for game three, being the decider, Adelaide hadn't won in 43 years. Um, they had a option there if you had baseball uh, kids, they could come along for free, which was, you know, a great way to get a lot more people to the game. And I think they had a record crowd again for day three and they come away uh, winners 5-2 in an absolute gem of a game. Um, the boys come home strong. Was two all and then clicked over three two and then it was a bit of a pitcher's duel and in the eighth bottom of the eighth um, got a, another run another two runs actually and um, sort of sealed the deal. But yeah, great to see Adelaide um, yeah get the win after forty three years. And lo- local the local the local kid Rickson Wingrove picked up that uh, I don't know if it would go down as a a, a double plus a bag but. That uh, triple, I'll call it a triple, RBI triple for the big unit. And then the next bloke came and, and picked him up as well. So, you, come in, you know, that run was real, real clutch. It was good hitting. From, yeah. You know, it was good situational hitting. I loved it. <clears throat> loved it. Rickson actually hit well all series. I think he had um, every every leadoff at bat he had a hit. Um, or not in the third game. So, the first two games he let in, he, in his – First innings, he had leadoff hits, but he did have a hit in the final game. I think he had two in the first game. Really good to see. Pitching yeah, I think was it was, it was one for three, I think, in that final game. Yeah. You know, the one that mattered, that's cool. That's all it was. Yeah, he knocked one, one in. To give, to give that extra lead. And, yeah. yeah. It was but good yeah, to no, see. Did, did you catch uh, after they had won and they were all celebrating on the field, there was a couple of larrikins that uh, busted onto the field and had a bit of a run around and – yeah, I, I think uh, Mad Monday on Instagram posted it. Yeah, must have been yeah. okay. I, I did see, you know, security was chasing one of them and the other one you know, got him a sneaky from behind and tackled him. And yeah. They both dis- disappeared again. It was, uh, uh, yeah, it was good. Got him good. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you what else it was good to see. Uh, Randall was um, – Trent Kosh was the master ceremonies. Um, I only asked the other week – what happened to Trent Kosh? I know he was with the Bandits. Uh, so it was good to see his face. And, um, yeah, he got to present Rickson with his medal and uh, or announce his medal and Rickson's his um, godson. So pretty special for both of them guys. But, yeah, it was cool to see. Yeah, it was. Cool to see. What about um, what else is going on with baseball, fellas? I know we've got the World Baseball Classic coming up. I haven't seen much in the news other than uh, them pumping up Shoei Otani. Well, pitchers and catchers are reporting two weeks, don't they? Yeah. the classic. Yeah, so there's uh, some start on the 13th. Um, if they're going away in the classic, most teams are getting them there on the 13th. Um, and then the rest are 15th, 16th for pitchers and catchers. And then I think it's only the 21st or something like that that um, all the players that are – Position players in the WBC are coming in, coming along to spring training. So bring that on. Yeah. Keen has to watch that. Yeah, be interesting, interesting to see who makes up the Australian side, actually. I'm yeah. Re- really interested to see that. Not a reality lineup. Yeah, when you see be. a Dominican Republic lineup, and um, it's like. Yeah. That's that's pretty good, and the Americans USA. like USA. It's like most people have put their hands up for that, and uh, can't write off Japan. Uh, no, they'll yeah. send over their best, so it should be should be a good series. Yeah, yeah well, can't, can't wait. It's good to see all these MLB players putting their hand up and, and jumping in, and, and and clubs releasing them to to be allowed to mm. to be able to play like that. That's huge. I think it it's is. you know it, it's a massive stage for for world baseball. So you've got to have the best out there showing what it's all about, I think. 
That's right. If you want to make it a legitimate sort of competition, you need you need the best there. And if you want the game to grow globally, uh, no better way than to throw the best out there. Yeah, I think um, you're right there with the Dominican Republic. Or they're they're going to be red hot. But then you you look at Japan's team, and yeah, how can you pass it up? But then again, you look at our Aussie team who competes on the world stage all the time when they go to these events, they're, they're right up there. You look at the Olympics, only talking with Ando a few weeks back and, you know, it was 2004, 2008, we got silver and then bronze, wasn't it? Did we get bronze in 2008 or did they, they can it in 2008? I think it was they can, mate. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we're getting stronger and stronger and it's great to see there's plenty of young kids doing their thing and, um, going to different colleges and there's so many different pathways. So, yeah, the World Baseball Classic would be uh, definitely a lot worse off if they didn't have all the players like um, all the big names heading over there. So that will be good to see. Yeah. Right, Randall, NFL, mate. Did you uh, catch any of the Pro Bowl? Not one little bit, mate. I was too busy swimming in the pool. I, you didn't miss a lot. It was uh, as yeah, usual. I can't believe they play Oztag. Yeah, yeah. the Manning mate. brothers were the um, they were the yeah. coaches, weren't they? Of, yeah, of, Snoop Dogg was there as a celebrity coach, and I'm, I'm not a fan, mate. I'm not a fan. So I used to like the skills, all the different skill stuff, like the kickers doing tic tac toe and. The quarterbacks having their drills, you know, hitting targets and moving targets mm-hmm. and stuff like that. that. That's cool to watch. Yeah, but that was, this, that's always a good part of it. It is, but the the whole, uh, what do they call it, flag football. Flag it football, was, yeah. It was horrible. Like, Yeah, just stand there. Just, and there's no scrimmage or anything. It's like, hey, g'day, mate. I, I'll have a chat to you here while they pass the ball out the back. And there's no, no forcing like gut chasing after quarterbacks or anything like they used to. And did you see Did you see Tyreek Hill got taken out? So we're talking about no force. And then Tyreek Hill got taken out at the post. That was pretty cool. Yeah. To, to be honest, I look at that and it's just almost the equivalent to a slow pitch softball. Like it's, yeah. It's just rubbish. Seriously. Don't you like slow pitch, Randall? No, I don't. No, sorry to all our slow pitch fans out there. No, nah, you can all. <laughs> no, I I'm not. I'm not a fan, mate. Yeah, fair. No, it's pretty average. What about um coming up the Super Bowl next Tuesday? Um, Monday, yeah, sorry. Monday. Next Monday. Um, seen anything newsworthy? No, not really, mate. It's, it's as, as advertised. I reckon it's going to be pretty, pretty full on game. I think it's going to be great. I'm, I'm excited as. Yeah. We still haven't decided what we're doing yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I uh, think two, really two good teams. As you I say, think... two even teams. Yeah, for sure. So it's, it is a toss of a coin, really. As you saw in the tidbits, the stats, they are so even and have been yep. throughout the year. And uh, the week off has probably done the Raiders good. Uh, not the Raiders. The Chiefs good, I should say, um, to get them right. So bring it on. Yeah, have you have you said anything, Hado, about uh, Mahomes or how his ankle is? Yeah, Mahomes is supposed to be good. Um, I did see who was out. Um, McCall Hardman Jr. is out, so Claire Edwards is in. What's his name? It's Edwards Alaire Edwards is yeah, in whatever. to replace him the run back. So okay. um, no biggie there though because he's nah. played most of the season anyway and and yep. scored. Scored a fair few, so uh, obviously McCall Hardman Jr. Um, would have been their number one. Would have liked to seen him win another one, seeing as though I've got about five of his rookie cards there. One nice little patch. I should have pulled that out for tonight. He's, he's a gem. Yeah. But, um, yeah, other than that, I haven't seen any other news for the Eagles. I just get the Chiefs emails sort of when they post something out. So um, there was nothing else really, that come up from there, so. Mate, Mahomes, if need be, he'd, he'd be having the pain-killing injections in that ankle. 
uh, and he'll be he'll be going out no matter what. So yeah. he'll be just like, yep, yeah, throw another one in there, I can make it. Well, we seen him last week, the whole fourth quarter last week. He was on Struggle Street hobbling around and then pulled off a 10 or 12-yard run that second last play of the game to sort of get him into that position. So, yeah, I'm sure he'll be okay. See what he so. does. Did you guys uh did you guys end up watching that ESPN thirty for thirty? Yeah. No, I've record I've recorded it. The the Baltimore yeah. Bullies. Baltimore so, Bullies was great. Yeah, I, I saw it on last night and I forgot I'd forgotten I was on, so I hit the hit the record button, so I'll be watching that the next day or two. Yeah. Well yeah, make sure you make sure you do it. It was real good. It was real good. They, they, they are all good. All the thirty for thirties that ESPN yeah. roll out. Uh, yeah. are worth watching. Doesn't I matter agree. what the sport is. I agree. Right, Dave. Let's uh, head to some cricket news, mate. What do you got for us? Uh, well, the Big Bash wrapped up on Saturday night with the Perth Scorchers uh, taking home the title. Uh, it was very even game there for a while. I thought Brisbane Brisbane were looking the goods. But um, some bad bowling towards the end sort of cost them, and Perth come home with their 19-year-old um, hero. <laughs> sort yeah, of haircut, just... Oh, he does. He needs a haircut. But uh, the captain stood up tall for um, the Scorchers. Turner led the way with 50, which got him the player of the match. So unfortunately, that's that's the summer of cricket over for us now. But in Australia. But the good thing is the first test against India starts on Thursday. Um, that, that, that'll be quality watching. Uh, unfortunately, I think Australia's lost Hazelwood for the first test. Um, he's injury prone again. So good old Scotty Boland might, might get a start there. So I'll be a, a keen watcher of the cricket come Thursday. And then the women, uh, they defend their uh, World Cup starting Saturday over in South Africa. So... Uh, while we're finished here at home, there's still some quality international cricket coming up. So I'll be watching watching quite a bit more of it. Yeah, it should be good. I, I caught the tail end of both of those innings in the final. That was uh, some quality hitting. And as you said, that young bloke Connolly, what a legend. Just come on and absolutely blasted it. Quite a thrill for a 19-year-old to have 53,000 people yelling your name out in your home stadium. Uh, it's a memory that's going to live with him for forever. So yeah. it's good I, to see. Actually, um, I got a bit of footage actually of Randall. Um, he was at the at a concert, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I think it was, and um, he's actually got the big bash there on his phone. Mate, Randall, enjoy the moment, mate. Be at the concert and just, you know, take it in. Mate, you know, I've got more than one sense I can see and hear at the same time. I uh, gotcha. So, it was fine. I could I could actually watch the cricket and listen to the music at the same time. It was all good. Fair enough. Fair Mate, enough. That, that's a true follower of the the Big Bash right there. Doesn't matter yeah. where you are, just to have it on and to know what's going on. So I don't it, see an issue with that. It was a quality run chase though, wasn't it? 175 yeah. and to mow it down. I know we were talking early. I think it was about the 15th over or something in the first innings and was looking at maybe, you know, a 150 or a 160, and they they definitely turned it on. So, and awesome they, they did well. Like Perth, oh, sorry, not Perth, Brisbane to come from fourth or fifth to make the final and then put up a fight without their Australian stars, uh, it's a hell of an effort. And you're right, like they, they turned it on at the end to make a real game of it. So yeah. I think Perth was probably worried uh, when, when they came out to bat, no one – what they had to score, but calm heads by, as I say, by Turner, what do you get, 53, I think, or something like that, uh, got the half century to lead the team. So they've been there before, and that's their fifth fifth title now, I think. So quite the powerhouse. Yeah, they're done, mate. They don't need to win another one for a while. No. Nah. Bit, bit like the Sixers, mate. They've, they've had their share. No, nah, no, Sixers could use some more, mate. Not like your Thunder. What if they had one? One, I think. Mate, you know what? It's one more than the stars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think stars and hurricane 
Hurricanes? Uh, I know the Stars. There's two teams, I think, that haven't won it. So. It'd be the Stars and the Hurricanes, I'd say. Heat have yeah. won it, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yeah, they have so, won but thankfully, won a couple of years ago. So. Thankfully, next year, I think they're listening to Common Sense and shortening the Big Bash season. Uh, while, while I love watching it, it does drag out. I think to make it a quality um, quality series that they want, they, they do need to shorten. I think even Jimmy Pearson was saying today, um, go back to the 10 games. Just make it a 10-game um, series and it just gets people in there and watch it and... Yeah. Quality, quality over quantity. Play everybody yep. twice. Play everybody twice. Once at their each ground and yep, done and dusted. But it's a TV, as we all know of sports. It's the TV rights that uh, run the game, so they're the ones that want to make the most money out of it. And don't yep. don't get me wrong though. I love every day of the week coming home from work or or whatever, and the big bash is on. Oh, so but, do I. Yeah, but, we're but doing this like family. Yeah, I feel like the last two years, it's been, it has dragged on the last two years. It seems to, yeah. like to be a bit long. Why don't they, um, I know we're talking about getting people to the game. They should do, I remember as a junior, you used to get like a rugby league pass. Anyone that played rugby league could go to any of the NRL games. Why don't they do that with cricket? Like give these kids free tickets to go in and then mum and dad have to go and and pay. Buy beer and something to eat. And yeah, well, they used be... to do that. Yeah. Like, they used to be part of junior cricket was, uh, I think it was like a Woolworths promotion sort yeah. of thing that um, you could go go along to a game. But, yeah, that hasn't happened for the last last year or two. So, but it's it's you're right, it's a great initiative. I get, I love the initiative they have of taking it regional. Yeah. Because um, I know, cool. like, the Sixers, they went to Coffs Harbour. The Thunder, they went to um, wasn't what was it Wagga or somewhere down that way. Um, and they've had a game out of Canberra. Heat went up to North Queensland. Um, so I think that's a great initiative and should keep that going. Yeah, it is. I know they've done like in the past they've done Lismore and stuff like that as well. Mm. Um, yeah, it's good to good to see them get out and about and. Obviously, the younger cricketers get to see these their heroes and, you know, meet them, get things signed and, and all that yep. sort of stuff. Well, it, I think it shows as well, like too many games, like the Sixers hosted that uh, qualifier against Brisbane on the yep. Thursday night. 15,000 people there. That was it. Now, I know it's a Thursday night, last minute, but still, I think that's a sign of being dragged out too much that for the SCG to only get 15,000 people. Yeah. Plus by then school had gone back too, hadn't it? Oh, yep. school went back. Had school gone back? Yeah, school had yeah, gone so back. So it, it was it a school night. It should be finished by then. It should be finished yeah. by then. If you want to get the kids and the families there, it's got to be done by the end of school holidays. Yep. Make, make sure it's done and dusted and that's it. Yeah. yeah. And for oh, Perth, like it was a Saturday night, so of course you can expect a big crowd there because it was a Saturday night. Yeah, but for yeah. the midweek, once school's back, no. Nah. You know, you're not going to get people from out of the region coming to watch a game, are you? Like no, you, no. yourself, like you know, an hour drive down there or whatever it is. Like you're not going to drive down there on a school night, get the game in, get out of there at ten thirty, drive an hour home, got to get the kids up for school the next day, get yourself to work. Mm. It's not worth it. No. So hopefully they just shorten it and bring it back to what it was. Yeah, that's fair. I could agree with that. Right, I'm going to finish this off with a bit of uh, NBL news and then um, we're going to go back to baseball because we forgot to talk about some of the new rules um, that are going to be introduced into baseball. And I know we've got uh, a little bit to talk about with that. So uh, the NBL... They're uh, the final standings, Sydney, New Zealand, Cairns, Tasmania, South East Melbourne and Perth round out the top six. So they go through to the finals, which starts on Thursday night. You've got um, Tasmania and I think it's Cairns. Uh, Tasmania and Cairns and the winner of that goes through. So that's a one-game series. 
the winner of that goes through to play New Zealand in the playoff series to go through to the Hungry Jacks finals. And then the loser will go through and play against the fifth and sixth, which is Southeast Melbourne and Perth. So the loser goes down and plays the winner of those two. And then the winner out of that goes through and plays the Kings for a three-game series. So New Zealand and Kings get the buy that first sort of wild card weekend or whatever you want. And then they have a three-game series um, to go through. And how the big dance? How was was it Perth that um, beat Kings in the last game, and Southeast Melbourne won and needed someone else to lose for those two teams to to make the playoffs? So yeah, uh, it's a fair effort by them to to get there, mate. And that was a cracker of a game. I watched the last last bit of that, probably the last five or six minutes of the game, and it was awesome to watch. But yeah. The Kings have been selling out uh, their crowds, so hopefully uh, there's plenty of people there at the basketball uh, for the playoffs this weekend. Yeah, wish they yeah. still had the old King Dome, the old Entertainment Centre. You couldn't beat it going yeah. down to watch Kings play at the Entertainment Centre. Like I know Homebush isn't bad, but it's no, it's no King Dome. Mate, I, I did love uh, watching the old Falcons at Newcastle. That was always good value. It was. Uh, Pretty the intimate, there, right on top of the the players. So yeah, always good. Yeah, the Hunter Pirates. Oh, those pirates! Eh? Are, they were horrible. Mm. They were horrible. And their massage therapist and trainer was pretty good. I heard. Yeah, yeah, he was all right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, ah, <laughs> uh, here we go, fellas. Let's um kick this baseball thing back off. We've got a few things to talk about here. Now, we've got the pitch timer, and uh, it's 15 seconds when the bases are empty, 20 seconds with runners on. What can you see uh, this doing to the game? Ruining it. Obviously, they're they're trying to make it quicker, but you're still going to get hitters. You're still going to get hitters step out and, you know, do their gloves up or – Whatever they do, adjust their box and their hat, their whatever they want to do. Get I think it's, I, I think it's ridiculous. As as a pitcher, when I pitched, I loved a quick pitch. I got into a rhythm, and you get into a rhythm quicker. And if you're getting the ball back and going again, and the hitters are staying in there, I think it's a big advantage to the pitchers. Um, they're just going to get into a lot more rhythm. I like the idea of pitchers being either able to go quick if they want to, but also I like them being able to take their time, get off, step off, go and get some rosin, whatever they want to do, destroy get their sticky the, off their hat. Yeah, destroy you know? the um, hitter's rhythm. Yeah, 100%. I think it's the biggest crock of shit I've seen. Yeah, I don't get, like, the speed of the game, they keep carrying on about it. But it's been around that, why change it? The game's been around for hundreds of years. Nothing wrong with it. It's your night out. Why are you trying to speed it up? Yeah. Are people just losing that the attention span these days? Um, I don't get it. No. I, think it's just, I think it's just the, the MLB trying to... They're just trying to make it make it more impressive, make it whatever. They, try, they keep saying, "Oh, we're trying to we're trying to make the game better." That's not how you make the game better. No, no. Quality maybe. product on the field is what makes the game better. Yeah, I, I don't think the pitch timer is something that is going to make the game better. And what are they going to do? Are they going to have a shot clock over there in the on the back so yeah. the umpire can see it? Is that how it's going to work? It's already they've already been doing it in the minor leagues and stuff like that. So this is already something that's been run and tried. So they are saying, you know, the old the old school pitchers, the old guys, the salty old veterans, they're the ones that are going to be affected. Yeah. All the young kids that are coming through, they're not going to know any different. That's their argument that they've been they've been pitching with this for a few years now. So they're going to be used to it. It's going to become the thing. 
Fair. We'll see. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't like it. And at least it's not on the wind-up or anything because pitches like good old Hideo Nomo and all that, they used to take about half hour to wind up and release the ball. (laughs) What about our mate from uh, the Dodgers? He does the 412 leg kicks. What's his name? Oh, I forget who it is. The lefty. Yeah, Neville. Yeah, Neville Bartos. Neville Bartos. Isn't that the guy from the Yankees? Um, Hector, who does all the moves. Yeah. I thought he was LA. No, Yankees. Uh, he'll he'll the quick and then he'll twist around. He's not quite as good as um, our mate who pitched for the uh, the Giants, um, the right hand. Johnny Quato. Quato, yes. Not quite as good yeah, as him, Quato. but he's up there. Yeah. What about uh, the shift limits? I, I like this one. I don't know uh, what your yep. thoughts are, but I think it's fantastic it. that they bring him yeah. in. Yeah, I'm happy with this one. I, I think it's well overdue. Yeah. Take it back to traditional baseball. It's like um, so many guys uh, are robbed of hits and all that. And I think it'll improve the hitting and it might bring uh, people back to being going for base hits yeah. uh, instead of like swinging for the fence. Because if you know the shift's not on, you can poke one through there. So yeah. uh, I think this is great, great idea. Yeah, I, so, I agree, Davo. Nothing nothing burnt me more than watching a bloke spin the pitcher's cap, hit it straight back up the middle, and, and, and you watch the shortstop standing, you know, a foot to the left of second base, take a shuffle to the right, pick up a ball that's crushed back up the middle yep. and throwing it, throwing it at first, you know? like mate, Yep, base hit up you, the middle every you, day of the week and now nah, it's gone. And you're playing the shift and you've got a fielder standing right there. Like, you know, yep. what are you taught as a kid, you know? Hit it back up the middle. Yep. Spinny's yep. cat. What and what? Oh, fielder there. I might have just hit hit it to a regulation shortstop and it would have got through. Well, the third about, baseman would probably be fielding there. Also works for blokes like you, Randall. Like you, you only hit you hit ninety five percent the right field in between second and first base. So yeah, they're not going to have the shortstop over there on on the right hand side for you anymore, mate. Yeah, that, that's good. You know, it got difficult for me with the uh, shortstop playing at second base and the second baseman playing in that little that little bleeder section in uh, shallow right field where I lived or just over the back of first base, killing me. All those, all those little, little, all those little you know, dying quails over the infield, I'm gone. Be interesting to see what it does to pitchers' ERAs, actually. Like, uh, it should improve hitters' averages because yeah. they're not there, but... It, it'll it'll probably change the way pitchers pitch as well. Uh, they will have to be more finesse. They can't just rear back and throw you 100 miles an hour and think, oh, yeah, bleeder up the middle is going to be a guy there. They're yeah. going to have to hit their spots a lot better because they don't have the shift on. So, um, yeah, it, it it will be good to see. It also works the other way too, Dave. I think there's not going to be as many long balls because, you know, if the shift's on – you're a lefty on a left left-handed hitter. You know the ball's coming in. They're not going to throw away, are they? They're going to throw to where the field is. So you're going to get a lot more, I guess, variety from the pitchers as well. So the pitchers don't have to throw that in a half of the plate if they're facing someone that's a pull hitter. Or um, I, I just think it, it's going to be great for baseball all around, both yep. um, pitching and hitting. Yeah, taking it back. Where Even fielding, Davo, like you, you don't see that sort of, uh, you know, like Aussie Smith range and you know those sort of guys anymore. That you know those unbelievable infielders or pivots or whatever that mm. make, you know, they cover an unbelievable amount of ground to make a play. Like the way it is now, they're they're all shifted around and they're strategically put into a position. Now they're going back to playing a more regulation position you're going to start to see some even more flashier plays again, I think. And yeah. you'll start seeing more glove men. Like, the glove men are gone. Like, your middle infielders that would hit maybe 250 if they're lucky, uh, but had the range. Like, through the 90s and the early 2000s, those guys had a full-time job because they were there for their defence. But in yeah. the last few years, with the shift and everything on, not the emphasis has gone off the fielding because you do. You've had... oh. 
six feet to my left. Oh, there's the, there's the other guy there, so I don't have to worry about it. So I, I think it's going to be great for those guys that are known more for their glove rather than their bat. I think you'll see the reemergence of them uh, back in the game because they will cover that gap. They will read yeah. the play and they'll earn their keep by uh, the defence, like defensive runs saved. Yep, agreed. 100% agree. What about the last one, the the bigger bases? So uh, an extra three inches. I know um, my wife would like an extra three inches, but... Uh, it wouldn't. It's from 15 inches to 18. It's, uh, it's a big jump cutting out, you know, the distance for stolen bases, things like that. Um, the idea behind this is safety, I believe. Uh, what's why your thought? For every, why do it for every base then? If you want safety, it's really only first base first. Yeah. that is an issue now. It's like they've, they've taken away the chance to take out guys at second, third and home due to uh, you can't even do the in-the-neighbourhood slides sort of anymore. So I don't get why second and third for safety um or even first base it's like yeah i think it's another rule that it's sorry next thing you know it's going to be like softball where you've got the two bases uh if you want to go down that avenue um but no i'm not a fan of this one i'm with you i think i'm a little bit on the fence at the moment on this one um are they just trying to bring back that stolen base thing? Is, is that what they're trying to bring back, you know? How, how often do you see a bloke steal a base or, or an attempted steal and he's out by a bee's dick, you know? Like that yeah. that increase, that reduction in the base path distance, yeah, it's only, what does it say, distance reduced by four and a, four and a half inches. Show us how big that is, Randall. Uh I've got uh, pants on, but anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know that's that's a fair distance in what yeah. in 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 how close these plays are at the moment. Will we see more more stolen base attempts? Is is that what they're trying to bring back? Are they trying to bring that back into the game, or or is it you know? I don't know. Yeah. So I, I think for me, this one will be. Time will tell whether this is yeah. just this is just a wanker a wanker or not. Yeah, mate. We'll see it in um, spring training. It all kicks off soon. Um, to be honest, I don't think it's got anything to do with safety, even though that's what they say. Like, yeah, I, I think they're just trying to re encourage encourage people to step to bring back stolen bases and that sort of thing again. Well, I what, what else? What yeah, else really can it be? Like we look at our tidbit each week and it's Tony Gwynn hitting a million hits and it's Ricky Henderson still on a million bases. How good would it be to see that back with less shifts, bigger bases, and no one's picking off because they're going to be set real quick? Yeah, like, we, even, even we saying that, there's the, there's the pick-off rule too coming in. That There are other rules that aren't listed here, but these were the three major ones, but... That was um, another one where you can't pick off more than twice uh, to a base or whatever it is. Well, it's definitely there after the stolen base. Then they want they want more stolen bases, more running. 100%. Yeah. So you're not yeah. going to have as many people pitching because they sort of yeah no shift uh, can't pick off on a time limit. Raise the mound back up for them. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. Now we're talking. Why, why not? Do you remember the old Adelaide Street, Davo, down there? Oh, mate, you'd get a nosebleed. Oh, it was that. brilliant. You needed steps in the back of that mound. It was, it was a monster. Don't yeah. fall off the back. Don't yeah. have to come and visit up in Newcastle and come and see White Sox mound then, Davo. Their current mound. That, thing is, a, that thing is a giant. We'll have to have a look. You haven't been there, have you, Hudson? Oh, I have, but I didn't pay any attention. You might have retired by then. Yeah, I was retired by then, but yeah. You'll see it. I've been there a few times, but I don't remember it. The the man's taller than you, mate. 
Yeah, beautiful. No, that's not very no, tall. No. no. <laughs> I tell you, but if you stand on top, Dave, and I'm twice the height. True, mate. Slight, slightly uh, extra base distance, you know. It all adds up. It all adds up. Every all right, fellas. Let's see how it goes anyway. So hopefully yeah. hopefully that one's not set in stone, like the bigger base and all that and the pitch clocks. like, um, And just hope they're flexible with it. Yeah. No, I really do. Next thing you know, they're bringing in the, um, the batter's uh, appeal, like for the robot umpires. Like yeah. what they have in the minor leagues, if you don't, if you disagree with the umpire's call, you get to tap yourself on the helmet, sort of thing, and the robot umpire checks to see if it was a ball or a strike. So, won't be far away, mate. No. How many? How many of those do they get? How many reviews like that do they get, though? A couple. Because you know, what's the point of having a pitch timer if you're going to slow the game down by doing all these stupid reviews? Yeah. Or I don't agree. I reckon that was a ball. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, well, we, we just could have had three pitches how, thrown in this time. How know. often maybe, is that going to happen with Angel umpiring? I was about to say, maybe we just get rid of Angel <laughs> and Andrews and we're, everyone's happy. Yeah, yeah. It might be, a, might be a plus then. Yeah. Uh, well, all right, fellas, we'll have a good week. It's been a pleasure. Uh, Super Bowl on, the, on Monday. If you're having a beer somewhere uh, to view it. Can't wait. Go to the Chiefs. Mahomes is going to be fresh. And uh, they're going to, it's going to be a good game, whatever the outcome. Yeah. Probably the one thing we didn't touch on is, you know, quality Australian playing for the Eagles. Yeah. My ladder. Yeah. My ladder. Yeah. He's a big boy. Good, good, good luck to him. You know, I'm obviously on, on Kansas City, but good luck to him. Australian product, you know, getting out there, getting himself a Super Bowl game. That's awesome. It is awesome to see. Um, Only second person to do it, or second Australian, I should say. Second, yeah. Yeah. As you said, I'm on the I'm on the Chiefs, as you can tell in the background. But um, oh, is that yeah, what that is? It's great. On the toilet paper. <laughs> great Just to see. Uh, you wash the car, which with. <laughs> great to see an Aussie in there. Or shine. Yeah, I got nothing. Bit of shine. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna leave it there before he's rag on me anymore, <laughs> you know. Yeah, don't Hawkesbury Brew and Co. Live live with the uh Super Bowl on Monday. Yeah, beauty. Get amongst Get down, get down and grab a lager. I've obviously had too many of them. What are you on now? I've got, I've got rid of the uh, prohibition. I'm back on the full strength. Well, how's that? You talk up the zero percenters, the whole thing, and then uh, you've just been sipping on an IPA the whole time. <laughs> hey, mate, it's all lies. Just got to top back up again to where I was. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, fellas. Peace out. See you guys. All right. All right. Catches.